This podcast replay is brought to you by Orvieto's Awards and more. For 35 years, providing everything from plaques to laser and UV printing. They do all their engraving and printing in-house for quality control. Call Charles at 305-949-8098 or visit them at orvietosawards.com. Orvieto's Awards and more, where recognition is rewarding. Uh, Jimmy Zoria says, uh, sometimes I also wonder if getting Tyreek is actually setting us back. He's electrifying, but we gave up too many picks for him, and he might be a bad influence on Tua, focusing too much on him. Well, actually, see, Jimmy, let's not lose sight. I mean, that's if you feel this way. I know how I feel. Has nothing to do with Tyreek. Has to do everything with Mike McDaniel and how he balances everything out. And having Tyreek is fantastic, and it doesn't hurt Miami. Okay, now... Does Tyreek have to concentrate on his own and make sure he does a better job of catching the footballs? Yeah. Yeah, he's got to do a better job of not dropping so many important balls, to be quite honest. But the real problem is Mike McDaniel learning how to really manage a, a team and an offense and, and, and a game. And he's not very good at that. And so in the end, I'm not blaming Tyreek. It's the head coach that determines what's going on. So if the head coach is allowing that to fester, that's his problem. And so if if Tua is too, you know, Tyreek is in his head too much. And so Tua throws it too much to Tyreek at times. And this offense became too dependent on the two receivers. Yeah, that's a problem, man. So you got to do a better job of who won the game. Last night, Miko Hardman, not Rasheed Rice, who's their best receiver, not Travis Kelsey, who's their best offensive player outside of Mahomes. No, no, Miko Hardman. You got to spread the ball around. Baltimore, when they won it years ago, 20-some years ago, Brandon Stokely was like uh, an MVP of that game. If you look back at Super Bowls and history of Super Bowls, some of the names you would never expect are the ones that are heroes. And that's the problem with Mike McDaniel and, and, and the way he runs the team. So he became too Tyreek dependent, and he cannot do that. And he forced his quarterback to be too Tyreek dependent. So it, I, I'm not blame. I'll blame Tyreek for the Tyreek things that he does when he drops really important footballs. I'll blame him for that, but having him, Jamie, I, it's a blessing to have him. It's Mike McDaniel that needs to grow up and figure out how to use him the right way. Brett Dodger is in. Man, that blocked extra point sure came back to haunt him. Yes, it did. Yep, but either way, they scored the touchdown. So, you know, you're talking about, oh, well, yeah, overtime might have changed, right, that one point. If Hill was not here, Tua would be leaning on Waddle like he did Waddle's rookie year. No, but he spread the ball around. No, actually, um, let me see, because Waddle caught 100, 100 that year, right? But if I remember correctly, the ball was spread around. Let's go stats. So now we're going to go 
2022 regular season, right? Um, oh, no, we're going to go 2021. My bad. My bad. Here we go. So Waddle had 104. You know, Mike Gesicki had 73 catches. And then Devontae Parker had 40. Smythe, 34. Miles Gaskin had 49. Let's see what we got here. Hill and Waddle, 119 and 72. Smythe is third with 35. 35, then 22 for Cedric Wilson, 27 for Braxton, 27 for Achan, 25 for Mostert, 4 for Robbie Chosen. Boy, that was a – boy, the media was really on to some with Robbie Chosen. So, as you see, you're wrong on that one. They actually spread the ball around more. Here, they didn't. Here, they became too dependent on two guys. They actually threw to the tight end three years ago. He could catch 73 with him, but Mike McDaniel in his system, he didn't allow him to catch 73. Got to spread the ball around, man. Just kind of the way it is. That's why when Washington won the Super Bowl one year, it was Timmy Smith rushing for 200 yards. I could just go back and, you know, in the history of time and just talk about Super Bowls and, and big playoff games. And you'll see complementary players that played big roles and big, and they had big moments in those games. Got to spread it around. So it's not about Tyreek, Jamie. It's about Mike McDaniel. This podcast replay is brought to you by Sloman's Home Security. The first 40 big O listeners right now dial 1-800-ALARM-ME. We'll get this limited time offer, a free doorbell camera that connects directly to your smartphone with installation of your Sloman's Shield. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Keep your family safe. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Dolphins, by the way, they added Coach Deshaun Sheed, a secondary coach. He was there with the um, the uh, Legion of Boom. So Anthony Weaver adds another gentleman to his staff, a new guy. Will Anthony Weaver be coaching Christian Wilkins? I don't think so. I mean, we've talked about it already. I've told you he's not coming. He wasn't necessarily happy last year when he didn't get his contract. So, and he let everybody know in the building. He wasn't happy about not getting his contract. That, that will be something that nobody will tell you. So, I, um, he was already outpriced last year. And um, I think from what I heard, it was closer to Quinn and Williams' money. His sacks did not come against impactful teams. I don't believe they will pay him. I believe they will let him go in free agency and they'll pick up whatever compensatory pick they end up getting, but they will not be the ones that will give him the money. So we shall see. I don't think Anthony Weber will be coaching Christian Wilkins. I'm pretty sure of that. That's what I am. I'm pretty sure of that. 
This podcast replay is brought to you by Sloman's Home Security. The first 40 Big O listeners right now dial 1-800-ALARM-ME. We'll get this limited time offer, a free doorbell camera that connects directly to your smartphone with installation of your Sloman's Shield. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Keep your family safe. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. Oh, McDaniel needs to get better at integrating Chase Claypool. In the, well, McDaniel is terrible at that. He couldn't do it with Gesicki the year before and Claypool this year. He didn't know how to get Chase Claypool involved into the offense right away. The first week, I would have had his ass right away catching some short little pass or something. Give me an end around or something. I would have had him available and active and doing a little something every week piecemeal. I would have had him and, and Tua throwing fades all for like 20 minutes in practice. McDaniel is stubborn to a point that it's irresponsible. Stubborn to sticking to the pass over the run, irresponsible. Stubborn to the point that can't get a play in on time, irresponsible. Stubborn to the point that he does not have flexibility in his offense, again, a detriment to his team. He could not develop a third option. That's his problem. They were there. This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. Anthony Weaver was introduced yesterday. And uh, I'm impressed. Love the way he carried himself. Love the way he communicates. Uh, love his attitude. And again, I don't foresee real problems with Anthony Weaver, to be quite honest. I didn't really have much of a problem with Josh Boyer. I didn't really have much of a problem with, with um, Bitter Fangio. And I think Weaver will do just fine. I really do. But um, there's, there's other factors that I start to look at Anthony Weaver and other factors could come into play, okay? One, the obvious, okay, you've, got, you've weakened an AFC opponent in the Ravens. It's, a, it's an opponent that you have to deal with practically every year. And if you want to be a playoff team, they're usually going to be in the playoffs because their offense is not easy to prepare for during the regular season and they are a regular season offense. So they're going to get, they're going to get their wins with the style of football that they play. They won't get any championships with, without a quarterback that can pass, but whatever, but you weaken them a little bit, right? Cause you take away a good coach. Only problem is John Harbaugh has been at this for a long time and he's lost lots of coaches throughout the, throughout life, throughout his lifetime there. And he, why is he a great coach? Because he can, Build a uh, staff and then rebuild a staff and rebuild a staff and rebuild a staff. So you might have weakened them a little bit, but not for long because he does an excellent job of figuring out who are the next coaches to bring in. And those coaches are moving on to other places, right? Then here's the other thing. I think he coached the guy that I want in free agency, Patrick Queen. I think I told you that, right? I think I told you I want Patrick Queen, right? So Patrick Queen is available in free agency. And 
I don't know what kind of relationship he has with Anthony Weaver. But I hope it's a good one. And I'm hoping that he can help, you know, lure a guy like Patrick Queen in there. Now, the other thing that I like about him is his communication skills. You need to communicate with these young people nowadays. You know, uh, us older guys, you just told us shit. You ripped into us. We didn't really ask a lot. We just kind of, you know, these are authorities. We just go by what the teacher says, the principal says, mom says, dad, coach, whatever. We were, we were, we were different. We, most of us kind of listened to authority, you know, not, not perfect, but, but nowadays it's a whole different ballgame. They question everything, everything. Okay. And it, get, it just gets to a point where it's just a little too much, but whatever. And so you've got to have that kind of patience. And apparently he does. But then the next thing happened along the way that, you know, sometimes things happen that you never expect. And while this might have been Mike McDaniel's idea, I think that as Chris Greer, Marvin Allen, Reggie McKenzie, Tom Garfinkel, and if Stephen Ross can even figure it out himself, he starts looking at Anthony Weaver and he starts saying, guy, guy carries himself like a head coach, right? Don't you think? Doesn't he? He, right? Because, you know, we all love the jokes. We all love the fun and games with Mike McDaniel, but you got to get the results in order to keep going with the fun and games because that's not really how it goes. And so Mike McDaniel has a very, I, I already told you this throughout the last two months here. He has a very interesting job. He has to find a way to become a disciplined coach and a disciplined team, but by doing it with the highfalutin follies that he has going on, not with discipline and demand and respect and, and you know, some intimidation or something. Because that doesn't exist there because it doesn't exist in his coaching. So what, you know, because you could joke around all you want, but when you throw him a, a, a fuck, it doesn't carry as much anymore, dude. The fuck carries a lot when you're Jimmy Johnson and you're constantly intense. The fuck carries a lot when you're Don Shula and you're losing your fucking mind. So while this process was going on, I don't know, but just in one press conference, I'm looking at him going, well, that guy carries himself more like a head coach. So if Mike McDaniel can't get the team on the rails, can't get him to play discipline, can't get his offense, you know, because he has the same problem that his buddy Shanahan has. Shanahan goes and fires the defensive coordinator. Oh, by the way, did you know Steve Wilkes on third downs? He had a spy for Purdy because of what happened before when Purdy went crazy. I, 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 you know, I don't know. Sounds pretty smart to me. You know, he said, oh, Purdy burned them. Let's make sure on these third and longs he doesn't get that opportunity. Let's not give him those lanes like they did. Steve Wilkes is not a bad coach, bro. Steve Wilkes got screwed in Arizona, and he got screwed here in San Francisco. And so – um, this guy, Mike McDaniel, better figure shit out because I just saw a guy on his staff that if 
that guy goes in there and starts doing the stuff that he's supposed to do. And he's been around John Harbaugh and all that kind of stuff. And he carries himself like a head coach. Okay. You may have a, you, you may have just hired your replacement. Right. So I am rooting for Mike McDaniel. I like Mike McDaniel a lot, but I am not going to sit here and tell you Mike McDaniel's perfect brother. He is, he is so far from a finished product. It's not even funny. He doesn't know how to call a game. He doesn't know how to handle everything in a game. He doesn't know how to manage a game. He can't win uh, challenges. Okay. And I'm sorry, his team is just as undisciplined as it gets. Now, there's a good chance that if Mike McDaniel fails, everybody's gone. That's probably the reality of it all. Okay. But I'm just saying, the way I saw Anthony Weaver carry himself, he carries himself like a head coach. Okay. So he may not be one here. He might be someone, if he has success here, they might take him somewhere else and somebody gives him a job. But all I'm saying is if Mike McDaniel's not doing the job and he can't get his team to be disciplined and he can't play and he can't coach his offense to be, you know, responsible, we got issues. We got problems. I'm telling you, we got problems. So this is one that uh, I'm looking at Anthony Weaver. I'm saying there's a lot of good things there. And then I'm saying, wow, this guy carries himself like a head coach. Not that he'll end up one here. Probably not. Because if Mike fails, everything's gone. But if everything's kind of close and they think uh, this tweak might be the tweak, yeah, you, you, crazier things have happened in this world. Okay. So Anthony Weaver could be a lot more than a defensive coordinator. He might be a great recruiting tool for Patrick Queen. He might be a guy that you helped weaken the Ravens just for a little bit for one year. Maybe not. And by some crazy ass thing down the line, if this Mike McDaniel experiment does not get better and does not work, you might see a lot more of Anthony Weaver. By the way, Cutter's Edge Pro, proud sponsor of our program. We love William Quigley and the great people at Cutter's Edge Pro. They know how to get it done. They've been at this for a long time, dude. They've got over 70 trucks. Uh, listen, I've told you before, you know, you see the videos all the time, the stuff they did at our house. It's amazing. And it's all there in place, looking great, growing strong. Our trees are taller than ever, providing more shade, which is a beautiful thing. We can actually hang out in our backyard on a hot day because you stand under the Sylvester Palm and it's like 20 degrees cooler. Please call the people at Cutter's Edge Pro. It will make a huge difference in your life. This is the time now you want to call before hurricane season, before all of that. Get the plants in there, get them all growing and in, in, in prepared for you. And then create that oasis, man. Get some shade in your in your backyard for you and the dogs. And by the way, if you own dogs like we do, I'll tell you, artificial turf is the greatest invention of mankind. It is absolutely awesome. And it's been there for nearly two years. Not one blade of grass ever grew through it. Why? Because it's done the right way, folks. Call the great people at Cutter's Edge Pro. William Quigley and folks have been at this for a long time. Go to their Instagram page. You'll be impressed. 954-472-0622, CuttersEdgePro.com. All right, all right, all right. 
Uh, oh, Harbaugh did say that Weaver will make a great head coach one day. I agree. He carries himself like one. Uh, John Padilla is checking in with everybody. Lenny Pena is in. Uh, oh, why Omar Kelly not coming on your show or poop part? We miss them. Uh, do you watch the show? Do you under, I've talked about this over and over again, bro. You know, I'm just tired of repeating. So watch the show more, dude. Uh, Woodson, you mean Mahomes? I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, it would be our luck that McDaniel gets fired after this year. He and Weber leaves. Weber becomes a head coach and both become rock star head coaches elsewhere. Oh, that, that would be very Dolphins. 